Bailey and Harper, we back. Episode 58, lots to talk about. Locked and loaded, Kyle Bailey, Roman Harper, what's up, buddy? I'm doing good, bro. What's good? Um, about to get on the plane tomorrow, so should be kind of fun. So yeah. a lot of things been going on, Kyle. Hold I, I want to know where you want to go. Well, we got, well, I got places to go. A I lot. got places to go, but we got 58 first and foremost. I, I'm, I got to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to getting out of the linebacker of, of, of decades here. Uh, it's been not, all linebacker for me. There have been some really good ones. And then some really, you know, shit numbers. Like, we did get to talk Lawrence Taylor, so that wasn't bad. But uh, 58, episode 58. I think I know where you're going with this. Who you got? I'm going with Jack Lambert. Of course you are. Okay. Yeah, like, of course like, That's the first number that popped up to yeah. me. Because where else would you go? As, as far back as I can remember, the, you know, the first time I ever loved football was John Madden football. I mean, you could use, like, the old teams, like, early in, the, in, like, 93, 94, 95. Yep. My brother played with Pittsburgh 72, bro. Jack Lambert mm. used to bring it. Then you had Jack Ham off the other end. Mm. Then who I was like, why is this guy wearing a, a 88 or something? It was like it's a lot, wide receiver playing outside linebacker because that's what you that's what you thought. Then Franco Harris was literally three yards in a cloud of dust. He was indeed. <laughs> every single time he was falling forward. So, every single time. Every single time. Every single time. He never got hit for like a stop or like just one. It was like three yards. And we all know four times three equals twelve. So we 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 do all know that. We do and nobody's that. punting. No. no, nobody's punting on fourth and three in Madden. Not, not back then. No, that's absolutely not happening. So that's the only number here, right? That's the only one you go with with fifty-eight. I've got. Who I are get, you going with? Nobody. Like I give okay. you Paul Abbott, who pitched in the major leagues. He was a. You know, journeyman pitcher for like yeah. a decade. I can give you Paul Abbott, but here's what I will do. I was a teammate with Thomas Davis that was 58. Pretty good oh, player. Damn. Had another Hold 58. On. How did I whiff on that? I, I don't know. Um, I had another teammate that was a good player. His name was Scott Shanlon. We actually won a Super Bowl together. So well, he was your teammate. You know, you're worse. You know, I, Jack Lambert to me was the obvious answer, but you're his damn teammate. You played in the same defense as him. That doesn't mean he. I mean, he wasn't better than Jack Lambert to me. I, he doesn't have to be better. You, I was like, you all know everybody by numbers. You'd be like 58. Like, that's TD. I play with. But him. but that's the first number to pop up was that. So all right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so we go TD Jack Lambert. I was just going to skip it and go. We're going to call this episode 58 a whale's vagina because. You're going to San Diego. That is very true. I'm very Sweet excited. place. That's a great place. It is. Place. The, the weather's great. It, it always gets cold. I'm trying to make sure I pack my kids enough clothes of either option because it's really hot during the day. But every night it gets down to the 60s. So How great is that? I mean, for those that enjoy it, it's great. For to me, get away from for a while, right? Just yeah, it's going to be – yeah, it's going to – look, my wife and I, we like to leave and travel a little bit um, during this time of the year in the summers. We either try and go see her family yep. on – you know, whether it's in South Dakota on the reservation or – out west and uh in between all those times we try and see my parents and uh my, like my mom's here right now because she was like you guys are not leaving my babies ain't leaving me for like more than a month or whatever it is and i don't see them that ain't happening uh, i'm funny. like all right ma well next you know like, i'm booking a ticket she's like pick me up at the airport i'm like like it okay i, I like see it. you ma my mom's like, you know what? Bump this. Like, I'm getting older. That's awesome. All these things. Well, you posted the video of her playing football earlier. I did. You know what, Kyle? That's the first time I ever seen my mom play football. So, two, <laughs> ever. Two, two things on that. Ever. Two, two things on that. Real quick. First thing, did it ever snow one time in Prattville, Alabama when you were growing yeah, up? Yeah, one time in third grade. Okay. I remember it. That's because it was just one time. Okay, just one time. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, you, you're like, if you like that sort of thing, where it gets cool overnight. This is one area where I feel I feel sorry for you people from the deep south. Yeah, you don't get four seasons. No, and if you got, if you grew up with four seasons, four seasons is awesome because you always got something to look forward to. I yeah, for the most part. Living here in Charlotte, I actually see it, right. and I get to feel like I like it's not even summertime, but it's good, right? It's so still you change warm. it up. Some. It changes it up, like you understand it, but you know every it's still morning like seventy degrees on Christmas. But even every morning in Nor in Charlotte, North Carolina, the every morning I wake up is in the fifties or sixties, right? It's pretty so, mild. Yeah, it's very mild. I never got well, that growing not up. Not now, though. Not now, though. Overnight last night, it was 80 degrees. Yeah, I woke up this morning, it was still 60s. I mean, well, it, it still fluctuates a little bit right now because we're still in May. The next Maybe two, that was up at the dew point. In though, the Kyle. next two weeks, that's over. Yeah, it's going to heat up. I, I'm, I'm always cool with a little See, bit warmer weather. I know I'm speaking to somebody who was just hot all the time growing up. Yeah, You were, right? You, yeah. You were just hot all the time. And that's awesome. That's what it is. Like, I lived down. And then the, I got to go to New Orleans, which was just as the same. Same or thing. Or worse. Same thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, I get it. Because <laughs> I, I lived in the Panhandle in Florida. I lived in Charleston. Like, I mean, I get it. I do. But when you grow up at Four Seasons, you miss it sometimes. Now, uh, and then you don't know what you're missing. Second thing, 
your mother never played football. Like, not in backyard. Never once you never saw her play football. Never. That's, I mean, it's not the most insane thing I've ever heard, but I'm surprised by that. Kyle, I'm surprised that I saw my mom running and playing football oh, with my daughter. that was in your post. It was I, just like. You were shocked. I was beyond shocked. I pulled out my phone because I had never actually seen it before. And if I told my brothers and my family, they was like, yeah, right. Mom went out there playing football. And I grew up playing football. Like as far, That's like my earliest memory, Kyle. Right. It was being in the yard with my older brothers. And just like, we were always out there. And so, you know, my dad would throw ball at me every now and then as I got older. But when we were younger, and it, I've never, any bottom line is I've never seen my mom actually pretend to run her out, which she did that. I've never seen my mom. She can throw a football, but not that great. She literally told my daughter that I forgot how to throw. I hadn't thrown a football in so long. But anyways, she was out there. It was very it was it was it was shocking, out to say the least. And for those that know my mom, they know I I'm not making I'm not bullshitting when I say that. That's crazy. I mean that's cool. And everybody hell. would assume like, oh well you know you probably grew up playing football. Your mom probably at some point in time your whole life well, like, would have at least thrown a football with that's you. That's the thing. That's the one. Because, you know, I didn't imagine, Something. Your, I didn't imagine no. your mom was all-time quarterback or anything right. like that. Just maybe you tossed the ball with her a couple times. Never. That's crazy, man. Not one time ever. I was like, Mom, you know I've you never – not never. And I played in the NFL. I did. I played a long time. I never played catch once. I've been, I've been playing football longer than I've been – not, you know what I mean? Like, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. So, and the fact that my mom has never thrown me a ball, never she, ran a route, never tried to guard me, never wanted me to go, nothing. Never. Not one time ever. So crazy. <laughs> See, ever. See, my mom was the opposite. My mom, uh, lo- she played softball growing up. Loved to play softball. Oh, right? nice. So she was always pitching. My mom said backyard. she played field hockey, but I would never see, I ain't never seen my mom do nothing. But, but like, we, she was always the one to be in the backyard, you know, lobbing up and hitting everything. I mean, she was always into that, but that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so you asked me where I wanted to go. We have however long we have to catch up before we, we break for basically a month because you're, you know, it's, we've been so busy lately. But um, let's just get it out of the way. Uh, last week was terrible. Last week was really, really bad. It was. And, I mean, the only reason I'm bringing this up a week after is because I said my piece about it one day the day after on the radio. And I haven't spoken about it since. And I don't feel well, some obligation to speak about it. But I do think, as someone who's actually been through one of these, you know, I've been through. Oh, yeah, you a, have Virginia's head. Right. I was, I was a junior. I mean, I was there. I lost a friend. So, like, I've gone through all these stories. So, they do hit me a little bit differently when they happen. Um, doesn't cripple me. I don't, you know, for, just right, right. got a different perspective on it. But when it's kids and when it's an elementary school, that, that hits everybody. Right. You know, for at least because all, you go to the most vulnerable. Right. They're the most vulnerable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that, that one was hard last week. So I had to go on the show. I went on the air that next day, and I said, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to be here talking sports today because I don't think the talking sports matters today. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like it, man. So, you know, we did a little bit of it, um, tried to give people a little bit of a distraction. But, um, it, yeah, I was just honest. I was like, my boss asked me what I was going to try to do today, and I was like, I, I don't know. I don't really want to talk sports today. <laughs> it doesn't feel the least bit important. No. And, and it wasn't. And, and it, people got it. And, you know, we still, like I said, did a little bit. But uh, that one, I don't think we've, we've seen a lot of horrible shit. We've seen a lot of horrible, horrible shit, mass shootings, massacres, executions, just awful stuff. I, that's the worst since Sandy Hook because you're talking about a classroom full of kids and a classroom full of kids that was still calling 911 for help and they were locked up in the room with that motherfucker. And... You had police that didn't act. Yeah. And you have, once again, uh, a tragedy that we can discuss how preventable it was, but immediately it's, you know, don't politicize it. No, now's the time to politicize it. Now, gun control now. You know, no, more armed security officers and teachers now. I mean, it's the same shit. I'd, over and over. Like, is this the one that's going to be different? Because I've, been, I've seen this before. And not not a whole lot changes. No, um, it's a lot of talk that happens right after. But yeah. um, a lot of times when things like this, a lot of people try and re, you know retrenchment, right? Which is go back into where they oh yeah hold back into. Um, personally, Kyle, I would just like to say, man, it's awful. Like that hit everybody hard. Horrific, especially yeah. for parents that had to send their kids to school the very next day. Right, my daughter's my my daughter Sydney, they had police at her school. And she didn't understand why. 
but the t the principal explained to the kids and over the announcements like what had happened, so why police will be around, things like that. Because the answer is not just like put fences up. Like my kids aren't going to a prison. You know what I mean? With I like, disagree. Okay, we to will, an, ex to an we, extent. Yeah. I disagree to an. I I think we can in keep the talking interim, about it. I just real quick, I think in the interim you have to do that. My personal opinion. Okay. You know, and I had some people jump jump down my throat when I when I said that last week, but. The reality for me is, and I talked to a friend of mine. Who's and a, I'm not all the way mad at that because my daughter's school is fenced in. We, and we it agree. is locked I, I, in. I think you and I agree that an 18-year-old, a fresh 18-year-old, shouldn't be able to walk into a store I, and buy AR-15s in what, fucking yes. bulk, okay? Yes. Shouldn't be allowed to happen. But there are 400 million guns in this country. There are more guns than people. And yeah. while you, you can rattle me off a list of shootings that occurred with weapons that were purchased by people like Salvador Ramos, whatever the fuck his name is. There are a lot that are, are done with parents' weapons, illegal weapons. Yep. You know, it happens all the time. Yep. So in the interim, yes, we, I, I agree that you should not be able to buy an AR at 18 years old. I think that's absurd. But, I don't even but, know but, what but, you're but, buying but, it for. In the interim, <laughs> I don't think hardening schools is the worst idea. And, you'll get, and, and it's so divisive right now mm -hmm. with the left and the right that any idea here is, a, is perceived as a bad idea, rotten idea, evil idea over here. And... It, again, I don't think it's all about one single point of entry, just metal detectors, right? Right. Wh but the whoa, guns whoa. aren't going away, and Texas is not going to suddenly wake up today and hate fucking guns. No. So in the interim, I don't think that's a bad idea to invest more of our money in shell hardening these schools and protecting these kids until we can better get our arms around this. Yes, I agree. 18-year-olds shouldn't buy ARs, but this, this, this isn't a bad idea. So, so for me, Kyle, I don't think there is one answer, right? There is no just one solution. Now, what I would appreciate for my government, who we all pay taxes to, is to do something. I don't want to hear from my politicians about, well, I, I, we couldn't do anything to change that. I'm like, bro, you can do something. Make people at least work harder to be able to do these things and pull this stuff off. I mean, for this kid to be 18, I know I'm just, I'm just going to talk about this, the last one, okay? Sure, sure. For him to be 18, to be able to, number one, afford the money to go get two ARs. Expensive. That's an expensive it's thing. It's an expensive gun. Right? That's a few thousand dollars right Th there. A thousand percent. Then, to buy as much ammo as he did, I'm, I'm trying, where are the parents? What's going like? Oh, I mean, and, and not only that, I, I, I know I have not read, but and, I've and heard I'm they're not, not, not. You know me; I don't generalize in this way. Just right. a fact. I read about both. I saw an interview with his pops. Broken home. I think yep, pops exactly. has done time. He lives with his grandmother. Yep, you yep. know, just it's, it's a rough situation. That's yep, what it is. Exactly. So that all those things kind of lead to where we're at. I just like it's. We have to do something. I don't care if it's raise the minimum, the minimum age. Start there. Do like I want something to become out of this because there's no way, Kyle, you can tell me that it's not going to happen again until we do it. it and I'm fine with putting up some kind of barricades or around our schools to where like you're not just having these things or hiring retired uh, people that are ex-military to watch over these schools or to be around them. Like they're sitting around, pay them a couple, you know, twenty, thirty dollars an hour, and like let them do it. You know, and we all know when the timing of these things happen, too. It's like sure. if you look at all the research, the research says these happen at the beginning of school and at the end of school, usually not during the middle. So those are the things that are coming all out. And it's, it's sad. It's sickening. And, you know, not only that, but how about the kids? You know, I know the ones that lost their lives is tragic. But for the children that live through that. Oh, I was thinking about that yesterday. Jesus, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, the trauma that the, comes with oh that. Oh my gosh! Nine years you know old. that one painted blood on their face to try and make sure that they thought. Yeah. And they sat in that room with that killer for a very Almost long time. Almost an hour. So, it's, um, yes, I'm glad you said that because I, I've been thinking about that. Um, and I said it the day after it happened on the air. I was like, look, there's nothing special or particularly unique about me becoming a father. Happens to a lot of us. Happened to you four times, right? But it did recently happen to me. And as you know, and anybody who's out there who's a parent. Um, it changes your entire perspective on the world, right? Uh, it, it changes everything that you think about the world. And so, yes, I, I, I do see these things differently now, and that's why I, I do think that there are some good ideas out there that are being dismissed because of pure partisan politics. But, yeah, to your point, it's a soft target. I, it's, I, it's a really soft target. Yeah. 
And, and here's another area where, you know, there should be more agreement than there is. Have you seen these memes floating around? It's like, we protect our president with guns. We protect our Congress <laughs> with guns. You know, this guy, guns. But our schools with a gun-free zone sign, and then if something happens, we call people with the guns and blah, blah, blah. Chiro- yeah, but my only problem with that, Kyle, is also is that teachers are already the lowest paid. All right. So now, so now, we agree again. We agree. So now you want, you want teachers to start strapping up? It's a bad idea. Like, dude, teachers don't get paid enough to be talking about going. They don't want to. No, not only, yeah, they don't want to. Like, first of all, unless you're a trained professional killer, if somebody walks in a very amateur shot with an AR and you got a pistol or a Glock, bro, you're going to have a real tough out. It's a firefight. You better be trained to win. Like, I mean, you, you got a tough out, boss. Well, here's the thing, though. But but think about this. Think, we got teachers out here fucking students. We got teachers yeah, out here working. They're not for, perfect either. What happens the first time one of them comes in and goes postal? Boom. What are we doing now? What are you doing then? Right. That, that's It's a bad idea. I and would I, not want that. I don't know a single teacher that I've met personally. And I'm not saying they're not out there, but I, I know a lot of teachers. I've not met one who wants to do that. Not one. I just know I hear, you know, I'm just glad that we're all on this together. Right. Yes. But, this, but see, I, again, I think we are too isolated, too siloed, too fucking partisan because that can be true. 18-year-olds shouldn't buy AR-15s can be true. And so can the idea of hardening schools be true. Yes. And the idea that, you know, teachers probably shouldn't carry weapons. No. That, that's not a good idea. No. Let's not do that because they don't want it. We shouldn't want it. But I'm okay with hardening schools. I'm okay with, you know, st- not wasting money on other things. And, I do know and, some schools, though, that some teachers carry, though. But God. here's the thing. I, I, saw, I saw a medical professional, a mental health expert on CBS I don't know, the other but day. I've seen him. There, there's this rush by the pro-gun side. Like, I'm talking about the rabid gun side. So, well, it's mental health. It's mental health. It's mental health. Everybody has mental health. You can't In say that and then also be the state and or party that consistently defunds mental health programs <laughs> like they just did in Texas at the end of last year. Greg Abbott's administration slash $211 million in mental health program or funds that go to the department that oversees mental health programs. You can't be the party that screams mental health every time there has a shooting and then consistently defund mental health. That's one issue. That is, Second of all, great point. I, I don't think we have an entire gun problem. You know, and I say that as somebody who grew up around guns. I'm comfortable around guns. My dad works in ballistics. I tell this story on the radio. Like, I, I've just always been around them, right? So it's been second nature, but I'm not a gun nut. Right, I own some guns, but I pretty much keep them in a safe. I don't look at them very often. I don't get to take time off during football season, so I don't hunt anymore. Like I just don't look at the guns, but I own them, and I grew up around them. And I have a problem with the way some of the debates around guns are framed in the media because you have yes. a lot of people who don't know how to talk about guns. True. Right. So you just they start throwing around words like semi-automatic, semi-automatic. Well, man, I got a 35-year-old Remington hunting rifle, 30 six. That's kind of a I won't say rare, but it's not that common anymore. It's a bang, bang, bang semi-automatic rifle, mm-hmm. right? I can shoot it three times and it's empty. Okay, so that's a more powerful gun than a lot of the you know assault style weapons, just right. in terms of the caliber. Doesn't hold as many rounds, right. but it's also technically semi-automatic. So is that banned too, right? And then that's where you get into a gun debate with, and there are a lot of liberals who own guns. There are a lot of Democrats who know their shit, ex-military, ex-law yep. enforcement. Yep. Don't get me wrong, right? So they should be able to find some common ground. But the fear from the right is that the, it's just gun-grabbing left. They're going to take – that you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. They're going to want everything banned. And, you know, I, there are people who need guns to protect themselves that live in rural situations, that hunt for their food, um, that shoot for sport, that, that shouldn't have their rights infringed on. But that doesn't mean we also can't do things to stop like what happened in Uvalde, Texas. Thank you. That's all I'm like, saying, Kyle. That can I, be done. It can it, absolutely be done. Something needs to happen. It's insane that you could ever walk something. into a Walmart and buy a fucking AR-15. That is something. insane. Kyle, you have to. You get more more questions and background checks buying a pistol, a handgun. Oh, to that point, then you do getting an AR, which is bananas. Do you have your uh, concealed carry permit here in Mecklenburg County? No. Okay, so if you wanted to go buy a new handgun today here in Mecklenburg County, it would take you, I believe, three months to make that happen because you would have to go take your instruction course. File for your permit, yep. right, and then file for the concealed carry and go through all, which is going to take pro- approximately three months right now. Yep. Um, eh, it's not unreasonable, I don't think. <laughs> um, you know, you, you have the, the far, the, the extremists, on, and, and it's not like that everywhere, right? I mean, I've, I've done it personally in six hours. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, but it's a, it was a different state. But we're talking about, we live in a city. You know, we yep. have different gun laws around here. So it's, um, it's, it's a complicated issue. Let me be clear, too. When I said the Walmart thing a minute ago, I didn't mean that, you know, the guy in, in Uvalde bought it at a Walmart. There yep. was a time not that long ago when you could buy 
you know, that kind of rifle at a Walmart. <laughs> That's insane, right? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't believe that should be allowed to happen personally, but, you know, we can all, reasonable people can disagree. I just think older. As the age, I, I would love, the fact that you can't buy a cigarette till, what, 21 now, and yet you yeah. can buy this, these type of weapons. Well, in some states. I mean, he can't buy a six or a Bud Light, but he can go buy, you know, right. two military-style you know, Correct. Weapons. I just think, I'm just like, what are we really doing, you know? That, and, that's, and that's what they are. I mean, they're, These they're, are, to me, and like, I, I know long guns is like where the out is, but, I mean, this is a long gun. This is, th- look, it's some, anything that can hold 30, 40, like, it's just so weird, Kyle. Well, I mean, when you have Because I don't want to make when, that rule, but I, for me, I'm like, just raise the age and let's start, like, do something. Yeah. Well, something has to come. When you can use a 30-round magazine and you've got a three, and you've got, you know, a three-round burst and you, it looks like something you would carry into war, I don't know why you're buying it at Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> I don't know why you're toting it around the streets. I mean, I've never understood these people. I don't want your guns. Like, if Barack Obama, for eight years, yeah, he's going to come for your guns, or I guess really the first four. I still got the same number of guns I had when Barack Obama was president, man. Like, they're not really going to make a run at your guns. I don't believe so I don't at all. think it's unreasonable to ask that a We're person far be at least gone, 21 Kyle. years old yes. to buy that kind of weapon. I, I don't think that's – I mean, there are law enforcement, military who, who are, abs, are signing up for that law all day long. That's not unreasonable. I don't think it's unreasonable at all. It's <laughs> so dumb. You don't trust these people to drink, yet you trust them with that. Yeah. Texas's governor Greg, I gotta shut up. Their, their governor Greg Abbott a couple months or a couple years ago, I don't remember exactly when this was, but somebody dug up an old tweet where he said he, he saw a oh, poll. They were, bu- they were behind buying California gun sales. guns. Yeah. You saw that, right? I did. The governor was saying we got to pick it up. We need saying, more, more. You're more. behind California. I'm base. I'm disappointed in you. We got to pick it up and buy more guns so that we can be back atop the the list. It's unreal. <laughs> That's absolute insanity that man. did happen didn't it it just oh my god all right we got that in all right i'm glad we got that out the we way. got that in it was that needed to happen though which is good i, well, I like that I, you like, went there again, first. the question is what's next what's right. next because it's a week out people are still talking about it there's still some embers burning i see people still posting about it and talking about legislation and you know the, the thing is though people they file leds, this legislation all the time this, well, this it's already passed in in uh in congress it just has to pass the Senate, sitting on the Senate. Well, the House, right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's passing, passing the House. So, I mean, but that, I, I just, not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, it's not going to happen. Hopefully they can do something, Kyle. I'll be shocked, and I would love to be wrong about that particular. I want to dif- try and say, let's do something. All right. So what else you got for me? So now, all right, we got the NBA Finals. Oh, come on. But I don't even want to talk about that, Kyle. Thank you. Because I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and all I can think about is that I woke up this morning to find out Charlotte FC, number one, uh, I think number one in attendance. Uh, two. I number think. two in yeah. attendance this year. Soccer, ball, you know, great numbers, great vibe. Fired the coach. Yeah. Tepper said, you're fired. You're fired. Take, get to stepping. <laughs> I don't, I mean, yeah, I I'm not. You know, I, I I have not I, been to a game, Kyle. I've heard nothing but great things about the experience. Seems cool. I know they're not winning, but they are an expansion team. First year ever coming together. I don't know many expansion teams that blow it out of the water outside of the Las Vegas Knights. Las Sh- Vegas Knights. Yeah, Shout man. out to hockey. Go hockey. All right. Shout out to hockey, which not we can talk for, about that too, because I watched hockey. that game, not Kyle, a good last day for night. Hockey in Carolina, dude. Not a good day for hockey. Man, just Carolina as a whole. Soccer coach gets the boot, all right? The boot. The boot. And I don't even know why, Kyle. All right, you told me they were one game away from making the playoffs. No, they're just they, one spot out. Oh, they're just one spot out. the season or something. And it's only halfway through the season. And other, multiple coaches left with him, I heard, right? Uh, something like that. I don't know the full story yet. I know it was reported earlier, like right at the end of my show, that uh, it was John Hayes of The Athletic said that he, a source told him that there was a, a designated player who said he wouldn't play for the club, wouldn't come back to play for the club if the coach was still there. And, I mean, just by, like, the powers of deduction, people have either brought it down to two Polish guys, Karol Swiderski, and I think it's Kamil Joswiak. Um, again, I've, I've been following along, but <laughs> MLS is not my thing. So uh, I'm not the authority on So this. they already got a little bit of drama in the locker room. So, but here's the thing. That might not – I don't know. I haven't seen any follow-up reporting. I don't know if it's true. It's just one report. <laughs> 
So all I know is the dude got canned, right? But you have Sick to can. take into consideration that they that Tom Glick, the 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 original CEO and president left before the season ever started. This guy was instrumental in getting the entire club off the ground. And he didn't stick around to see it see him debut this season. Um, and then Nick Kelly, who was the former president of Charlotte FC, gets promoted to CEO of Tepper Sports and Entertainment, right? And within like I think two and a half months, he resigns. He's gone. Right. And so there's there reportedly some disagreement between him and David Tepper about some project and uh, so on and so forth. Now the coach is fired. Now, also keep in mind, I think it was, uh, was it Marcus, Mark Nichols, maybe, um, ended up leaving mid like right at the start of the season, maybe something like, maybe right before to go to Columbus, the blue. No, that's the hockey team. Damn it. Uh, the Columbus somethings. Uh, up in Ohio. Yeah, that one. Um, I'll figure it out. But like he left. So, uh, first of all, the question today is you got two coaches that seem to have their clubs going in the right direction and overachieved. They got fired, and Matt Rule's still the head coach of the Panthers. That's, that's the running joke today. Um, that's, so, there's that. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. The second thing, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, I, I'm not an MLS guy, man. So, like, I am fascinated by this. Kyle, I'm beyond fascinated. I woke up today. Was like, hold on, what did I just read? It just scrolled across. It's like, they, they sacked the dude. That's what they say. Now. That's what they say over there. They sacked him. They sacked. No, that's the man. what they said. They that's, sacked what they, that's what they call it over, like over in like European soccer. Oh yeah, they so sacked they, him. The thing here in America is we got to steal all their shit. We got to rip off all their soccer. No doubt. It's no. Lo- they don't play on the field. They Plus, play, they play on it the pitch. Kind of, it is kind of funny to say you sack somebody. So I mean, it is, they sacked the manager. Like that's funny as shit. That is. Uh, so I just woke up to this, and only thing I can keep thinking about is like, man, this guy David Tepper, bro. He's a whirlwind, bro. He's, he doesn't like you? Gone. Dude, he, is a, he, he comes through like a tornado, I bro. Will, I, you know what? He I, doesn't always touch down, but when he does, I don't think he I makes could things ever work happen. for David Tepper. Like, I don't, need a, I, I don't need, like, tenure or anything, but I need a little bit of job security, just like a <laughs> little bit. And I don't feel like I can work for David Tepper. He just fired me the first time I got on his nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what – I mean, this coach wasn't even – I mean, I, I don't know. It was just hilarious. I mean, from the South Carolina situation – to, you know, he came and he got rid of Riverboat Ron pretty early. Well, Ron, middle of the year, right? Uh, we got him in December. Kind of gave him a head start yeah. into the coaching, whatever. Yeah. So that. Carousel, that's the word I was looking for. Matt Rule, we all know still, he's definitely on the hot seat this year, right? Of course. So Tepper's not afraid of firing people. That is one thing I do know, and people – you know, maybe sometimes they see the writing on the wall as well. So, you know what? I'll just leave before I get canned. Sure. Or sacked. Sure. I get sacked. Yeah, you know what I mean? Get, so Get sacked off I, the pitch. I don't know if I like this environment that I'm in or the position, how my position is looking forward. So instead of getting sacked, I think I'm just going to walk. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing is I don't know if this whole – Charlotte sports is fucked up right now. It is, Kyle. It's amazing. That it's, it gives me so much drama. Like, I love it, living in Charlotte right now. MJ got mad and fired his head coach. And David Tepper just apparently got irritated and fired Miguel. Miguel almost got fired before the season started. You know that, right? <laughs> because he said that he, he told the press he was like, oh, we're screwed. We're fucking screwed. When he was asked about the roster because they couldn't, get, they couldn't sign a player or two. I forget exactly who it was. But they were trying to sign. But a the, everybody knew the roster was not good this year, right? But he like these. We soccer, don't have any all stars, bro. I, I've learned really quickly these soccer managers are wild. They they're not like American coaches and managers. They say whatever the fuck they want <laughs> because they all know they're going to get fired at some point. Because they all they do like these managers and shit. They get fired a lot. You know, I, I saw today some of the defenders of the move. Uh, you know, they were saying things like, "Well, you know, this is the second time it's happened to him, and you know, it's the second time it's happened to an expansion coach in like the last twenty three years." And uh, you know, it's just, I mean, th- that kind of stuff, right? So <laughs> I didn't realize the MLS has been out in twenty three years. Uh, barely, yeah. <laughs> Uh, something along those lines. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Since the start of the 2019 season, six full-time coaches have lasted one year or less for a variety of reasons. Cincinnati, Montreal, Miami, Toronto, Atlanta. So, I mean, I- I'm not disputing that it happens. It's just. It's hilarious. It guys. is hilarious. It is. But you got a first-year manager, right? Who with a, with a first-year owner. 
I sometimes, like for the last couple of hours, I've just been wondering, you think David Tepper just looked over at MJ and watched him just fire his coach just because he pissed him off? He's like, you know what? He's like, you know what? I can do that too. I can do that shit. I can do that shit. <laughs> Plus, he might he probably bought a soccer team because it's just normal to fire motherfuckers quickly, right? So he gets to fire more people more often. And, you know, it's like cathartic for him. And I think, and I'm going to be honest, Kyle, it's another big boss move by Tep. I don't think he's going back to South Carolina, Kyle. He's not going back to South Carolina. I, I don't think he gives a, a flying shit at this point. Nah. He's, I'm pretty he's sure he doesn't either. Yeah, I think he has completely moved on. I think I'm very interested to see what, um, what Thomas Elrod and all his boys are talking about that bought all that land out there. And now they're just stuck with it. <laughs> I wonder what are they thinking because at the time, a month, like what was that, maybe a month or so ago, Thomas thought – you know what, man? They're going to get it worked out. They're going to get it worked They're out. They're going to get it. It's just too much. I was like, I don't think he cares at this point. <laughs> I think it's over, Kyle. And um, I can't wait to see. I actually like David Tepper in this town. I would love to get to know him just a little bit better just because I think he's, he's just really good at what he does. I think he's good at what he does. I've said this before. But when the, when the, first, the whole thing, the first signs of that project and fall apart. And I don't apart. know if that's being an owner yet. Talking about good at what he does. He knows oh, well, how to sure. make money. He seems pretty, like, about his business. Yes. Well, and the first sign of that Rock Hill thing falling apart, um, like, actually falling apart. Somebody, and Rock Hill didn't – they didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Incompetence. Absolute incompetence. Like, he's – Maybe they got it together towards the end and realized, hey, we can't do or afford this and probably shouldn't have. Maybe we can stupid our way out of it and, you know, just you know, <laughs> like, take, nah, a, take a PR beating but, like, still get out of it because we probably shouldn't have done this. Like, we can't afford the bill. Um, but like for real, they that <laughs> that situation is so fucked. And I told people right when it started to fall apart, a few people said he can he can't afford like that's a lot of money. He's just not gonna walk away from that. It is one percent of his net worth. It is a lot of money though. Does he want to lose it? No. Will he feel it? Eh, barely. It's gonna piss him off because guys like him who built a seventeen billion dollar net worth out of nothing. They're psychotic in certain ways, right? And I don't mean it disrespectfully, even though that's probably an inherent disrespect. I don't mean it to shit on the guy. I'm just saying, even he probably has to admit he's a little bit fucking crazy because he, he has to be. He built a seventeen billion dollar net worth out of nothing. Um, you know, he's considered the Michael Jordan of of Wall Street of his generation. Like he's got a fucking ego, and so I don't know, man. He's he is an interesting dude. To me. And you're right, like. It's not even about, you know, I get a, people in our business get accused all the time of like access journalism. Like, oh, you're not hard enough on X, Y, or Z because, you know, you just want to keep your sources or you just want to keep a relationship. Well, no shit, dummy. Like, we're all out here just networking, maintaining a network. Like, I mean, we're no different, right? I'm going to ask trying. questions. I'm going to try to get answers. But like, no, I'm not going to shit on a guy publicly, you know, just to make it a show and to make you chuckle, you know, and, and like try to and be one way to a dude's face and then go call for him to be fired on the air. Like, I mean, just come on. Yeah, so, I agree with you on that. But the point is, like, I, I find David Tepper interesting. Not in the, hey, we're best buddies kind of way. Like, this cat's kind of wild. Like, he <laughs> does whatever the hell he wants to do. And, yes, And Kyle. I find that really interesting. And it might be to his own detriment. Like, he might suck at this owning sports teams thing. <laughs> um, but he might also just be figuring it out and turn out to be out. really good at it. And I Kyle, at, at, at this pace, he's going to get a third. He's, going, he's trying to be – he's the next – he's staying cronky tight. If he brings me a baseball team. All right, I'll be happy. I'll put it in the air. <laughs> put it in the air, bro. Except it might Christmas. Christmas is coming up in about, I don't know, about seven short months. Need a baseball team. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. I don't want your, I don't want your blood. I'm just kidding. I was going to say blood money, but that was a little too dramatic. It's not true. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, it's a little. That it was, was a little, little harsh. All right, yeah. I should, but no, this whole thing today has been funny as hell, man. It has been, uh, Kyle. Living here, hearing it, and not everybody's going to hear about this or know about it, but for those that woke up today in Charlotte, North Carolina, the, was the like. The predominant reaction today was, what the fuck? Matt Rule's still employed? We got to fire the soccer coach? And say, that's, that's exactly what everybody's thinking. Like, I was like, hold I, on. I, I get it. I mean, I understand hold where you're coming from. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. Like, he's got a trigger finger of, like this, but the football coach is still here. Like, I, I good for Matt. Dude, that's what everybody's thinking. It's like, hold on. Powers of persuasion, my man. So, the, the football coach that hasn't won a game in November or December, still here, two years. Still got that guy. The guy that did hasn't even made it all the way through the season. Yeah. One, one, they're still in contention. Yes. He's out. He's out, gone. As an expansion team. <laughs> 
<laughs> two, two key differences. Yeah, I mean, that's an expansion team. <laughs> two, <laughs> key, two key differences, right? He ain't paying Miguel on Hell Ramirez $62 million. Okay, he's paying him maybe like, I don't know, 5% of that. And the second thing is, they fire, they fire our coaches all the time, man. Dude, this shit's, this you just go funny. get a new one. Kyle, I just thought it was, it was great to wake up to that. And it, it was I'm, a funny-ass day, man. I it was a imagine. really funny – I'm not kidding. It was a really, really funny day. All right. Ooh. Uh-oh. Man, I get so much bullshit email. And I'm sorry for even get dis- getting distracted by my email. I mean, so, do you get – you don't even check your email, do you? You, do, you don't check – God, I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to admit that on this show, Kyle. I do check my emails. I mean, I can not admit that I actively all the time. ignore a lot of my emails. Right, I, dude, I usually just trying to go in there and delete everything that I don't need and then try and go back. I, we don't need to go over the philosophy of email. All I'm saying <laughs> is it's really annoying to look down. And people make you, it's like the whole car warranty thing. If you get something in the mail, it's like, hey, service department, urgent, time sensitive, better open this. It's about your car. And now we pretty much know better. But every once in a while, they'll, they'll sneak one by me. Right, they'll get me one of those really well done, glossy paper. Looks like it's from somewhere official. It's like, oh shit, what's wrong with my truck? Then I'll open it up, and it's like your factory warranties. But motherfucker, like they'll <laughs> get me, and I just like I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it, and I got got, and it pisses me off, dude. And I, the emails, I get these publicist emails. You don't have this problem, right? As no. a radio host, I get these emails from all these PR people, all these publicists, and it's so often for the most inane bullshit. It's like, hey, do you want to come to the water balloon tying off competition in Gastonia next Saturday and be a celebrity? And I, like, I'm making something up right there. It's like, hey, this brand really new about worldwide to say, like, event of bathtub racing, and it's like, will you? Do you want to have this? It's crazy, but they make it seem like it's like, hey, this is really, really, really important. You need to answer this email right away. So that's my tangent. Sorry about that. Uh, no, 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 it's okay. I I accept all <laughs> tangents. Man, I'm glad you got that off your chest about your emails. That Thanks, that would bro. suck. Seems like you get a lot of spam. That's just filtering it's through. Spam issues. It's, yeah, it's filtering all through I there, Kyle. Spam issues. <laughs> it's all in there, Kyle. I got it. All right. Oh, dude. I meant so, to tell you, by the way. I meant to tell you. So I had Because I want to tell you two quick little facts you that know, it's I your picked turn, up then. on. T- tell me this real quick, then. Tell me. It's your turn. Number one. So yesterday, Kyle, I caught myself. I found myself oh. watching college golf. So I've kind of got the golf bug going right now for myself. Why? Been practicing a little bit. I don't know, because I like to see guys. Hit good players, hit good shots. Well, you and Davis love our best friends, though. And yeah, he man, he taught me how to connect. He was I got to, I got to, like, I got to, he taught me disconnecting, right, going back and forth, but it's really disassociation between shoulders and hips. Is that what it is? Yeah, for me, that's You're a – You're very a, fluid right now. Like I, I have to be. Is. So I have to be able to move my shoulders separate than my hips, and I need to be able to move my hips without moving my shoulders. Yeah, disassociate the two. Work with that spine in there. All right, anyways, really? this is not where I was going. Disassociate the two. Yeah, it's kind of it, – it <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can even do it right now. Uh, no, you're not doing it. I don't I'm, know what, what that was. What do you mean was. I'm not doing <laughs> it? Like, you didn't give me a chance to do yeah. it. <laughs> all right, so these are the two things I learned. All right, number one. Oh, this is a little nugget. So did you know a freshman, true freshman from Birmingham, Alabama, Okay. won the NCAA golf individual tournament yesterday? I did not. Why yeah. is that relevant? It's not at all. Oh, okay. He's from Alabama. That's all I care about. I just want to give a oh, shout-out no, to my awesome. state being great again, even though he's at University of Vanderbilt. I didn't mean great that school. like I don't care. I thought there was a trivia question coming or something. No. Also, also XF, uh, USFL, if the Panthers – somebody needs to go and get this kicker. USFL? Yes. You're I, not watching USFL, are you? I have been. Well, actually, I don't really watch it for the game as much as I watch it to listen, Kyle. So now – I want to listen to what people are saying while they're calling games. Oh, so then, like, if okay. I have the opportunity to call games, gotcha. like, I'm kind of studying. I'm kind of, like, Good bringing this into my – thank you. So that, that's why I'm watching it because it's, it's on right now. So – and sometimes it's, it's really interesting to see them talk about, like, sometimes bad ball. Yeah. So, like, what are they saying or what are they talking about? When, like, other times I'm looking at it and I'm just like, man – I would have totally said this, this, this. Like, it's not even about that part of the game. Like, oh, this, yeah? Like, especially when I hear a whole bunch of offensive guys or ex-quarterbacks talk about the game, they only talk about it from, like, the offensive perspective, sure. which is cool. But, like, they don't know when a defense really blows a defense. They think, oh, man, it was man. But I actually, it wasn't. It was zone. You're like the tailback of the defense. I'm, yeah, and I'm just you like – see everything. I see everything. And I'm like, actually, no, that's not what that is. Yeah. Right? Listen but th- up. Yeah, but I can't. I don't have a microphone. But, like, 
these are the things that are happening to me because now I'm trying to pay attention to those things. So that's why. But anyways. Well, no, no, no. It's the, a great point because one of my early thoughts about broadcasting <laughs> as a kid was when I was watching football, uh-huh. why don't they have the play-by-play guy and then an offensive and a defensive guy? <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought that as a kid. I was like, well, that guy played quarterback. What does he know about playing linebacker? Nothing. But, but that's the thing. Like, I, yeah, they do because we all grew up playing sports. But yeah, seriously, though, like television broadcast. One of my early thoughts was, well, if you could do an offensive and a defensive guy, why wouldn't you? So they've been trying to do that with Lewis Riddick and um, the old quarterback from Miami. Was Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy. Yeah, they do it. I thought so those guys did a better job than they got credit. I did, too. I like it. But it's also interesting when you see, like, all right, well, who's going to talk when or when you get in? So, Or what points do you talk about? Like, you know, last night I was watching and this guy – had a pass, he should have caught the ball, but he kind of tipped it, but he still was going to catch it. But the defensive back came in and made an amazing play at the end. The dude never even brought up the DB. You didn't even know who did it. But he's the one that made the play. He more talked about the receiver dropping it. He didn't. You know, he usually has strong hands. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How about the DB showing off his strong hands and pulling the ball out at the last oh, second? Jesus Give credit. Christ. Like, that was a great play. You should be Somebody should be excited right now. And they kept slowing it down, you know, showing different angles. And it was the DB making the play. Oh, my God. And he just kept talking about he, he usually just makes that play. I'm like, like Always? Does, does he always make that play? Oh, my God. Or usually. I'm sorry. Usually. Because he use. didn't then. Anyways, Kyle, sorry. But the kicker, his name, Kyle. Yeah, we got way off the USFL. So, yeah, yeah. His name is Cole Murphy. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the uh, – there was a story about him the other day. Yeah, well, he has the two longest field goals made in USFL history in his little stint, this new, this new thing going on. So, he just made one – I watched it, Kyle. He made it from 60. Boomed it, Kyle. I'm well, not I mean, lying. A lot of these dudes can't. Joey Sly could do that in his sleep. Kyle, Joey Sly ain't doing it in the game. He's still a Washington commander. Dude, that's because Ron's there. Like, Ron Rivera – uh, he's such a great guy. I love Coach Rivera because he was consistent. You knew who he was, and, like, I was a veteran. So, for me, it was amazing. Well, was gonna, yeah, if you're a vet, you were going to play. Yeah, but it, I think he's also too loyal at times. Like, when I was there, we went seven or eight weeks losing, and he was still, like, bringing the same speech. Luckily, the other teams around us started faltering and losing, and then we got hot at the right time. We made the playoffs or whatever. But for those two months, I'm literally in the back of the room, like, getting mad as hell. Like, bro, you need to come up here and, like, cut somebody. Like, fuck this. Like, somebody need to go. Like, this ship is not running good. It ain't as smooth. You get up here talking, like, it's okay, guys, da-da-da. Like, we got to stay focused. You're inner ape, blah, blah. I'm like, man, fuck all that. Man, somebody need to go. You're inner what? Ape? Yeah. Oh, I like that. His, I just, yeah. He has inner ape. That's yeah. his like. That's his big speech thing. It's a. Uh, it's. It's an acronym for something that's really not on my mind right now. But. Um, oh, it's an acronym. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was simple as like just be a monster. No. Which I mean, I guess it is in the duality. It is. Of it, but, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But yes. Still, that's 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 also an acronym. It's cool. It's like a second layer to it. There it is. It, it dives deeper. That's what it's always How about. about so he's always addressing these things. This is Coach Rivera. It's man. a very Ron Rivera thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very Ron Rivera and thing. I, can I just say real quick too? Because I, I was reading. Because that's like what you love about him is like he's so much deeper. Look, Kyle. I knew he was a different coach when my first year in training camp, we had a sit down meeting, like a team meeting. And it was about we addressed the N word on our team in our locker room. Really? Yes. And the fact of like some people say it as like a term of endearment. Some people say it as like talking trash. Some people can't say it. So like, like the different dynamics of it. Coach Rivera being uh, you know a, a minority guy, sure. you know, of Mexican descent, I believe. If I'm not, if I'm saying I believe so, but then uh, I just know. TD call him Chico all the time. He goes by Chico. It's all good. So, so it's a great name. That's his dude. It's not a thing at all. He's been called that no, his no, whole life. No, it's a great name. Yeah. So, so, and we all talked about it. And at that point, I was like, man, this is cool as shit. Like, I I had been in the league for eight not eight years at that point. And no going, it was nine then. And I was like, I don't think this has ever been discussed in any locker room my whole life. And I felt like I learned so much more in those twenty minutes, that thirty minutes of night. I was like, dude, that's cool. So what you settle on? Huh? What'd you settle on? So I'm not a person that uses the term a lot anyway. So it wasn't, I wasn't part That's of true. it. That's true. I've never, yeah. yeah I've it's never not, 
it's not a big vocabulary for me. So um, unless I'm singing or I'm like really, I don't even know. But it's not a big. But I did my mom and then my mom and my dad didn't use it, and so it's not a term that um, that I grew up hearing or using. Remember that time you asked me if I use it in the car when I'm by myself? <laughs> that got awkward. It, it did get awkward. <laughs> it just got awkward again. But I, I will be honest though, Kyle. You as a as an African American dude, I also. I always remember the first time that somebody called me that that in a demeanor derogatory way. Oh no, I get that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I couldn't even if I wanted to, I'd feel guilty about it sitting there yeah. by myself in the car. So like I, I couldn't. I do appreciate it. that. Well, no, but it, it's, it was funny that you asked. But so what? Like as a team though, what was what did you settle on? What was the more? Should you not use it in well, practice? Did uh, nobody use it? Like yeah. So so those that 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 won't use it or can't use it remains the same. Uh, we had coaches that said, you know what? I'm going to try my best. Uh, my coaches are not yeah. going to use it. Because that's about that's yeah. all you can do. Right, right, right. And then like some of the players are like, you know what? I'm a player. Like I'm going to try not to. <laughs> use it you're I'm what not, i'm gonna try not to use it yeah i mean i look that's and not so, my territory but i've always found that interesting i mean guys of course that but then it was still guys like dude i'm gonna say it because i always say it and it's like okay it was your choice too and that's what i was saying yeah like, some guys it's just ingrained in their i speech. just thought it was a cool experience that we actually talked about it i know that's you know what what I mean? like that's that's interesting that right? we were actually to open up we had conversation about it and also it, it takes a lot of like it, it eases the room can it a takes, white coach have that conversation I don't, I don't, I don't know if he can. If it's also player led like this one was, then yes. Oh, that was player led. It's so player led. Ron led. No, 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 not at all. He got out of the way. Oh, he brought it up. They oh, addressed. Okay. So he brought, he instigated the conversation, that got out of the way, and let y'all have the conversation. I, yeah, it was like I didn't know this was going to happen during the meeting, but it came like he like set the mood, set the meeting, and then got out of the way, and then as players, it was discussed. That's pretty sweet. I know, but he's a former player, so he gets all that stuff. Yeah, it's a good dynamic. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. It was, a, it was like a great, you know, um, roundtable. It was cool. It was nice. It was. I told you, like I said, I never experienced this. About uh, that? Damn, look at that. Learn something new. Well, no, it that's was, cool, though. I mean, I, I, it, was, hear, uh, it was really hear, cool. I was going to say you hear those. You don't, there's not many stories like that, but you hear, you know, stuff in that vein about Ron Rivera, right, and about the, the guy that he is uh. and why they brought – and speaking of, speaking of um, – that whole situation with Washington. I really love the Jets draft. Why did you just blurt that out like that? that you just, you I thought you were going football. I was like, well, I, like I was going to go Washington for a second, though. I don't, I don't trust him. But Dan Snyder is the biggest dirtbag in the NFL. Um, that guy, how he still has his team. He's, he only has his team because the other owners are afraid to vote him out and open up their own closets and their own skeletons because that guy's the worst. Um, well, the NFL is nervous for stuff that's going to come out. Well, of course, right? You got the Watson thing going on right now. Like, you still have the lingering, you know, uh, It CTE sucks stuff. that they're going to try and suspend him, and he hasn't been found anything. I mean, it sucks. Well, I mean, at the same time, though, I mean, you look at what Major League Baseball just did to Trevor Bauer. They gave him a two-year suspension um, for that situation. And with that HBO Real Sports story coming out. And I know, right? And talking about timing. Well, and then he – I saw. so I read an interesting uh, – I read an interesting piece. Well, you can't tell me, Kyle, that they're not trying to come up. Who? Uh, Brian Gumbel and them that's doing the story. Oh, Soledad O'Brien. I, I watched most of it. What was um, his name again? Uh, Who's doing it? The, the the female reporter? Yeah. Soledad O'Brien. Uh, she used it. to be CNN. I think I said Brian Gumbel. CNN. I apologize. Well, no, it's, it's his show, though. Um, but, like, yeah, so I, I was watching that. But I also, I read the thing over at PFT the other day. And Mike Florio, who's an attorney by trade before he started PFT, uh, made the argument that when Deshaun admitted uh, last week, two weeks ago, that he had consensual sex with three of the 22 women. Um, I, I should probably pull this up as opposed to, you know, trying to recite it. Um, but the, basically by admitting that he had consensual sex with three of the 22 women could become a major problem, as, as he wrote. And he said that, you know, let me get it to you right here. He says, the bulk of the cases against Watson arise from allegations that he tried to nudge things that way. The fact that in three cases, sexual activity occurred necessarily adds credibility to the allegation that in the other 19 cases, he at least attempted to move the massage in that direction. So that by admitting to three of the 22 being consensual, that he was acknowledging, hey, there's kind of a pattern of activity here. Like, you know, yeah, I had some consensual sex. It's not outrageous to think the other 19 times he could have tried to nudge things in that direction. So it was just an interesting look at it. 
Um, if if all they're doing here is you know Ben Ben Roethlisberger wasn't convicted like he he didn't nothing yeah. and he still got suspended right yeah. he still you know faced four games I don't think Deshaun's I don't think he's out for the year but I don't think he's playing the opener in Carolina yeah I don't think he's playing there um, and the thing is some I, I Baker saw it, we need you was that Baker we need you where in Cleveland yeah in Cleveland the only way he goes there is if if Deshaun's out for the entire season. Only way. Only way what? What's Baker going to do? What do you mean? Baker's going to – He can just stay at home. They got to pay him. No. Yeah. You can't. You can't just stay at home. Whatever. Like, they're going to tell him to stay home, I bet. Like, why, why would he go? They got Jacoby Brissett. Like, if, if Deshaun's not just suspended for a, the entire season, they'll just ride Brissett. But if the NFL susp- – don't you think if the NFL suspends him for, you know, half a season, six games, they'll just ro- ride with, with Brissett? Maybe if Deshaun got the whole year, they could convince Baker to come back as like his yeah. last year audition. That's true. But he's not just going to, you know, be the understudy until Deshaun comes back and takes his job away. That's very true. I mean, I, I, you tell me. You played in the league. I would. I, think I so. mean, I would definitely make. I mean, if we're paying him, I'm the owner. Like, bro, you're going to show up. He's going to make it so it, ugly, though. I don't care. That dude's going to show his ass if he does that. What are you going to do? Just throw and compete, bro. You got it. You're going to play four games. How about you get your trade value up, and then we can trade you. You just go ball. Injuries are going to happen. How crazy is it? Maybe crazy. Injuries are going to happen. If I was the owner, that's what I'm telling him. And he's like, da da da. Look, I, I do think they they did him wrong by lying to him. Well, I don't know if they lied to him, but I mean, we all know they weren't all in on him. He shouldn't have played hurt last year. Like being a superhero does not work in this business. You get hurt worse. Yeah, not only in that, but then. Ways. They're ready to get the younger version, better version of you anyways. They're always looking. They're always looking. You're always – your job is safe until they can find somebody else younger and cheaper than you to do it. Yep. That is the job. That is what the NFL is. Like, I'm sorry that you thought you had more because you had a commercial and that you were the number one overall pick. But you have – you've been very inconsistent in your five-year career, right? And this other quarterback that they had the opportunity to get – was outperformed you. So what do you do with that information is what I would tell you. Because for me, I'm just trying to give him good information. I don't care either way. But if I'm the Browns owner, I'm like, bro, you're going to come up here and you're going to compete. Or are you just going to tuck your tail? Like, I want this other guy to play because I paid him. Right. But are you going to tuck your tail now? The number one overall pick, this one that's supposed to be, you know, the underdog his whole life was a walk-on you know, went to a couple of different schools, like won the high, like moved your way up. Like you're supposed to be that dude. And I think Deshaun's going to be suspended for a couple of games starting the season. So I would like for you to at least beat out Jacoby Brissett, make it hard for this coaching staff and everybody else to get rid of you and also raise your own trade bait. He ain't doing it. And if you're not doing it, well, you're going to get hit with conduct detrimental. So well, I, do you want to invite that in, though? Because, I mean, I, I think the length of the suspension matters, too. If it's only four games, six games, you've got to ride with Brissett. You don't, you don't invite the distraction in, right? Because you, cause with eight, if you've got uh, 13 games of Deshaun, and this is strictly from a football standpoint, because I know people have moral issues with this, and I'm, we'll just put that on the shelf. From a football standpoint, if you get the final 13 games or the final 11 games, with you're going Brissett, right? Because, you, I mean, you – yeah, Baker might be the better option, but he's going to cause a problem. Like, even if he's not going out of his way to cause a problem, that's a bad situation to be in. Like, you know you're going to lose your job. And this well, it's not your job. I know, but this has been your job. You've been the guy. And so after, what, four years, you got a handful of games to get us until your replacement gets here, and then we don't really know what's next. And you might play yourself into worse stuff. I mean, just to me, it seems like everybody's better off if they just either cut him well, they're not going to cut him. It's too much money. Like, why am I wasting my money? But even the, the, the Panthers are the most quarterback-desperate team in the NFL. right? One of the three, right? Well, they're not going to do it because they, they already – But they won't take him because they told Cleveland, nah, you got to eat 13 or $14 million of his salary. Yeah. It's only due 18.8. So they're saying that we think Baker Mayfield to us is only worth 5 or $6 million this year. Correct. And you have Sam Darnold and a third-round rookie in Matt Corral. How little do you think of Baker Mayfield or – are you concerned that he, he well, cause enough problems that you don't want to invite that in? Well, you don't want to invite that in either. You want to see what this young quarterback that you just drafted is going to do. At this point. I agree with that. They want to see what the young man's got. Shit, what I if he comes out there and push Sam Darnold? I'm like, we going to play him. 
I agree with that. We're going to play him. Yeah. I think they would like for Sam to get them just far enough along. Yeah. They can get Matt Corral ready. Yeah. I think well, that's what they, like they would like it if Sam Darnold played well this year. Probably. They'd like that even more. But I think they're, they probably have like baseline hopes, like reasonable, realistic hopes. Hey, maybe Sam can give us six or seven games a decent ball. Maybe we can go three and three, three and four. Maybe then we can play Matt. You know, so, something like that. I don't know. No, they need at least seven, eight wins. Minimum. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They or need rule, that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that but <laughs> Tepper has shown you when Tepper, you better believe it, who he is. He's showing us who he is. David Tepper is showing us who he is. You better believe it when he showed you. Oh, sure. Like he ain't playing. No, he will fire not. people. He will let you go. Get me a quarterback. Get me a quarterback. Get me a quarterback. Get me a quarterback. <laughs> he, he's shown his hand. Yep. You guys, people should start believing it when he's now that he's showing you who he is. Yep, so absolutely right. You know, it's just it's interesting to see. That's why I love football because it kind of never stops. But it, it's just so intriguing all the different matchups. You know, all of a sudden Drew Brees set the internet on fire. You even called me like, "Ro, you got to come in," because he put out a tweet that's saying like, "Oh, he may." He listed ten other things, but he said he may come back and play quarterback. Everybody's just, "Oh, could he come to Carolina?" It's like everybody, no. did, did everybody forget his arm shot? Like, I mean, Drew's the hall, lock hall of famer, all these things. Like, correct. No, not even, no doubter, right? But he retired for a reason, right? I think yes. it's fair to say he retired for a reason. Yes. Not, not a shot. I think even he would admit he's probably done. Right? Yeah. So, point is, like, that whole thing was just, that was on the heels of Sean Payton and that front office sports report and, you know, whatever. But the, you're right. David Tepper is who he is. Yep. He's tried to tell people exactly who he is. He's shown you. And I don't know how good he is at the ownership thing, but I know he's aggressive. I know he gives no fucks about, you know, pulling triggers and firing people and, you know, making big decisions. And, you know, those. And the Panthers should be better. Even defensively, I would think they're going to be a little bit better. I know they lost Reddick, but. And Gilmore, but Gilmore only played but so much. Yeah, yeah, but they got the corner. They got Jackson still. Yes. All right, and they got J.C. Horn, who's really he's going to be a good player too. Dante Jackson. All right, you also have um, C.J. Henderson. Uh, Keith, I, uh, I, I can't depend on C.J. Henderson. I've never seen him play, so I don't trust him. I know he's an early round pick. Oh, that's but, fair. No, it's but fair. that means absolutely nothing. To that's me. completely. He got fair. traded for a third round pick. You got uh, Keith Taylor, the kid out of Washington, who I like a lot. Um, um, yeah, I, the say only I know Chin. Chim was less effective playing actually safety position, so it'll be interesting to see how he continues to evolve. As Although a young Steve Wilkes said he thought he could be a Hall of Fame safety, you know, now that he's back, so you know, Hall of Fame. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that er, Wilkes said that. Maybe All Pro safety is what he there, said. Yeah, yeah, he, okay. he said All Pro safety. I, I shit, he was that his rookie year, so I, I definitely agree with that. He just has to continue to learn how to be effective as a safety and not just as an X factor. So, so it, that's a learning curve. It's okay. It's part of the game. So I really like his game too. It's more about the positives I'm naming right now. So, and you got Brian Burns up front, you know, but they got to have some guys that step up and the O line has to play better. And at the end of the day, Christian McCaffrey has to be healthy. If he's not healthy, they have zero chance of being good. Zero. Because offensively, they're not good enough. You know, Sling and Sammy's, no? Zero chance, Kyle. You, you got so hyped last year. The, when he was helping your fantasy team out. Sam Darnold, I'll draft, dude, he was a steal because nobody wanted him. I knew they played the Jets game one. I was like, dude, they're going to blow the Jets out. Jets are terrible. And he gave me like 20-some points. You were and doing like after a victory that, dance. Talking about five rushing touchdowns, leading dude, the NFL, killing Sammy. it, killing it. And then next thing you know, he became Sam Darnold. It was I, bad. It, it, you know, and as, I was having to count on him a little bit. As too, does tend so. to happen sometimes, right? Oh, as does tend to happen. It does. Um. So, before we go, uh, <laughs> sorry, I looked down, and it was like, hey, Texas Supreme Court blocks their new social media laws. Like, what? what are they trying to do now? They're busy in Texas. Like, they shouldn't be doing all this stuff at one time. They got lots of problems down there. Um, but, no, did you, like, China, as a government, heavily restricts social media and social media time and what kids can and can't. Have you, you know this. Have you, have you seen these things? Uh, I knew, no, not really, but it doesn't shock me about anything. They also booted out all, they blocked all crypto too. So you, which, which I didn't even know that most crypto farms were like, they're like built out and done and all that stuff were all in China. Like 90 some percent of them were in China. What were? Like where they build them, like where they build cryptocurrencies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were I all mean, in China. 
Because they need like cheap energy. I just YouTube some shit. I, I'm, all, I'm the way I, deep I, on I know there now. are people who have made money with crypto. And I know that those people who've made money with crypto. I'm still that, mad I didn't buy when I should have. Well, but, but I think a lot of those people think they're smarter than everybody else on earth. I'm still. I like, the people, I like the people that are interested in it. I would always ask them, what's their why? Why are you going so all in on crypto? Sure. Like, I think the why matters more than the, the reason. I, I, okay, fine. Fair enough. And I, I've, got a, I've got a close friend who has done pretty well with Bitcoin. Of course. Um, you know, so again, if we you're going to do well in any of them, you be, it better be crypto. Those stories I mean, uh, are Bitcoin. out there. Those stories are out there, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that I push back on when it comes to crypto is it, you know, it's, it's the future. It's the future. Mm, I don't think it is. I think it's your future, right? And <laughs> I, I think that's an important distinction. Because there are a lot of people who do not give a shit and will not give a shit about cryptocurrency ever or for a very long time. Um, never mind the fact that it's got environmental issues, that you know it, it's actually it's hard on the environment. In some cases, yes, it's outright is. terrible for it. So that's a different conversation. The thing that I truly don't get, though. It being in America <laughs> will help regulate some of those things a lot more. Now that America's the biggest uh, biggest place location wise. I'm just saying like it will be more regulated uh, when it comes to like building. Okay, keep going I don't with your trust point. it. I don't trust it. But like the thing that I I didn't say I trust the value in it. I, I fundamentally I mean I understand what they are, okay? But I don't get the NFTs. Who is spending their hard earned money on pictures and videos? That so I, can watch I was on reading YouTube? some stuff on that and do so, not tell me you've fallen into this. Please. No, I don't own any. Okay, no. thank you. That's all I need to But hear. they were saying that because the NFT situation, because of the um, celebrity aspect of it, they're, like, really kind of mad at some people, even though, like, some of these people, celebrity-wise, have told you to, like, come out and buy this one or try and get this, get into this, and, like, telling it as an influencer, and you don't know what they made off of that, and then all of a sudden this thing goes down to zero. It's like... Why did I do that? What's you know, in right. by that point because it's just an agreed upon value. The at second that point, that people don't agree it, on it, it anymore. <laughs> it's worthless, and it never it doesn't have any inherent value. They don't like. I mean, yeah, yes, you can create scarcity. I guess you can st- put a yes. digital stamp yes, on Kyle, it that is, makes this it yours. Is, yes, this I, we, I know real, how it works. Right, yeah, this has been a real deal. But fundamentally, practically speaking, you don't own shit, and it's nothing that I can't experience in the exact same way on YouTube. Or on somebody's website. Yep. And, and I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's I don't. Just, but it's the same thing as NIL. You know what I mean? It's like No, it's not. Are you how crazy? Can you, how, you, can't put a, you can't tell somebody to put a value. Well, well, if somebody's willing to pay you for something, then like, who are we to tell them they can't make that money, right? Well, sure. But there's something that you're getting athletic you know, results and achievement. I get it. I get it. It's completely not the same, but I was just NFT, trying to use it. you're staring at a, at a pretty picture that someone slightly altered to make it, quote, unquote, yours. It's not yours. It's just a, But it's people a, also do, like, holograms, other things. Look, Kyle, you're right. Then they, you're right. You are 3,000. This is one of those things where I'm not afraid of sounding like the old man yelling at the clouds. I'm not afraid of that in this instance. I'm not going to back you off that porch either. I can take a picture of myself right now and be like, check out my new NFT. Give me $100,000 for it. Go. And if somebody pays you for it, what are you going to do? Take the money. Now, there it is. No, no, I'm just. That's p- how it starts, Kyle. I'm telling people how dumb they are. So for then that person that has it, and now they want to get $1,005. One, and somebody pays them. But not only that, but now you still get money off the first one too because you wrote it up in your NFT contract that you get residual for forever. If my kid ever comes to me and says, Dad, can I have some money for an NFT? I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably going to ship it or ship them off to boarding school because that means number one, if your kid does it, that means Sky asked for it and Sky probably is going to get what she wants. So you flip that back on that, me. That's definitely going to Outside happen. of that, Kyle, you can continue your argument. Thanks, bro. <laughs> I, I, I just ran into a roadblock there because you're right. If she asks for it, she's probably going to get it. Now now seems like an adequate and, and actually appropriate time to, uh, to end the podcast. You're, you're gone for a month. I'm gone. You're gone for a month, which means we're back in a month. Um, I'll miss you, brother. No, you won't. Don't lie to me. Go enjoy good Southern California weather. I will, man. I'll miss you too, I, man. It'll be good to see family. Um, I love seeing my wife's family. I love seeing her father. Her father's an amazing dude, uh, very passionate about everything in life. He loves... He loves his family. He loves to love. He, me and him will have a couple of drinks. He'll probably be singing throughout the night. And 
Um, I, I'll definitely try and enjoy a little bit of Cali's finest. So, there you, well, no, it's a great city, man. You were talking about it to start the show. I wanted it this way too. Like I, I love where we live, but it's you know summertime is just it's relentless. It's always there. And we're but also the, going to Disney, which I can't wait. Um, we're going to Disneyland out there as well. We already got it booked up for my daughter's birthday. The whole fam's going to go. Kyle, I really am going to take nothing but notes at Disney just to be like, could at any point in time, could they be making any more money? Just don't say gay while you're there. Um, That's in Florida. Oh, yeah. That's world. Right. That's but Disney no, world. Yeah, you're right. Lands in California. Yeah, yeah. I got, the, I got the, the wrong Disney right there. But In California, they're like, dude, what do you mean? What Eddie? are you taking notes for again? I just want to see if Disney, if like Disneyland could be making more money. How effective are, how efficient are they? Dude, they're printing off money at these parks. You're going to give them notes? I don't know. I think it's just going to be for myself and I'm going to share with the listeners. Oh, just for our for the pod. Yeah. Look at you, devoted to the pod, I'm, baby. I'm, dude, even on vacation, hey, I'm Even in. on vacation, you're I'm grinding. in, Kyle. You're, see, go, joy, go enjoy that overnight weather. Because weather. what I was going to say is when I get to go to New Hampshire to visit the in-laws, same thing. You get like a 90-degree day, but then at night... It's like 61, 58. Beautiful. Sweatpants. Go enjoy that. I will. Go enjoy that. It's good for the bones. It's no doubt, bones. man. Have a little outside fire. We'll talk to you in a month. Bailey and Harper returns then after this man uh, goes to, gets back from San Diego, a.k.a. a whale's vagina. We'll talk to you then. For Roman Harper, I'm Kyle Bailey. Work hard. Be nice to what? each other. <laughs>